Hello and welcome back to another episode of Horribly Happy. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Sophie. We're back again. Hi, (laughs) y'all. How's it going, Sophie? It's good. It's a beautiful fall day here in the Midwest. Gorgina. Gorgina, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, it's supposed to be 80 degrees tomorrow. I know. um, I'm doing a every year my work you can sign up to do volunteer days for habitat for humanity and my department's doing ours tomorrow oh that's which, nice yeah it'll be really fun but it's hot we were all like worried it was gonna be so cold but it'll be nice I guess that's amazing yeah um also tomorrow we have volleyball right yeah yeah so our rec volleyball league started up and I'm missing because I'm getting my hair highlighted again. Which Jenna missed last season. She missed playoffs. Was it playoffs? I think so. Because you're getting your hair highlighted. Yeah. So it's kind of just like a running thing now. But I mean, my hair stylist has limited availability. So when she is available, I will say, okay, works for me. Yeah. no judge like I support it's just funny because you're always like last time you're like I can't make it and you didn't say why and I'm just was like I think I asked you and then you said getting your hair done and then this time you're like oh shoot I actually can't make it so I text you I'm like why can't you make it and you're like I'm getting my hair done I'm like okay classic (laughs) literally classic yep I want to be bleach bleach Targaryen blonde oh okay Good for you. I just want to like add some spice into my life. Yeah, you blondies um have a little bit more upkeep than us brunettes. We do. And I haven't gotten my hair highlighted literally in like eight months. So I'm essentially like just my natural sandy blonde color right now. So I just want to go like very, very blonde. Oh, and also for Halloween, you got me thinking about Halloween costumes. Yeah. And Zach and I were, and anybody else who wants to be a part of it, aka you, Sophie, (laughs) we're thinking of maybe being like Death Eaters, you know, bring out the Harry Potter kids in us. So I want to be really blonde for that as well. Okay. Which is not the reason I want to go blonde, but it would just be like an addition to the costume. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say like don't no. dye your hair for Halloween costume no but you and I, costume I probably won't hair. take a picture that night so it's definitely not for the costume <laughs> it would just go with the costume yeah it would okay that's not a bad idea yeah Zach and I are like I mean I feel like it's like kind of embarrassing to like Harry Potter now would you agree no okay I feel like so many people our age are into I mean, Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. Like I grew up just being obsessed with it. And like, same with Zach, the movies were, I mean the books, the books, the books, but then of course the movies in turn, but like obsessed with the books, but all this stuff has come out about like JK Rowling and yeah. how she's kind of like a terrible person. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, is it still okay? I mean, is it kind of cringy to like Harry Potter because J.K. Rowling's so weird now or what is how does that translate but anyways I still love it but it feels a little bit weird I can see that for sure I don't know what's the consensus people yeah I don't know let us know if if it's cringy of me or chuggy of me to still like Harry Potter I still will but maybe secretly and in the maybe not do a Halloween (laughs) a Harry Potter Halloween themed costume I'll go back in the closet where um jk rowling wants me (laughs) i'm just kidding Uh, if you don't know what i'm talking about just literally google like jk rowling beliefs and some crazy you'll find everything you need to know right there (laughs) (laughs) it won't take long um okay yeah I'm I don't have any ideas on the docket but I'm starting to think about it um shout out Justy if you're listening to this podcast I got invited to her her super exclusive Halloween party that she throws every year and I didn't know I was going to be invited I literally got the Facebook invite and screenshot it and sent it to Jenna and Sarah and was like 
I'm actually so honored right now. So honored. It's a great feeling to be in the in crowd. (laughs) (laughs) To be in the inner circle. Justy is like, she just throws like the cutest little parties. Like she is just the greatest little hostess. So she just kind of invites people from all different pockets of her life to come. And it's just a really fun gathering. And this year, Sophie got invited. So she just leveled up. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, um, I'm really excited. I actually have two Halloween parties that weekend because um, oh, Justy's Saturday. Friday. And then I have Nick and Maria. Nick's birthday is actually on Halloween. And then Maria's is like the next day or the day after. So they have birthdays like right next to each other. And they're both turning 30. So Saturday is like a Halloween 30th birthday. Selly. That's so fun. Mm -hmm. Are you going to wear costumes to both? I think if people are actually dressing up for Nick and Maria's, I will. Yeah, you should. I'll I'll ask around. I feel like it's always lame not to wear a costume. I hate to say, but. I agree, but it also sucks if you're like the only one. But for sure. I agree with you. Yeah, like you want everybody, you want your friends to all be into it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll give some Halloween updates as it comes along. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a mm-hmm. few other updates to get into. So on a previous episode, we went over what's happening in Ukraine and our friend, Ted, um, Ted Bechtold, who went over to Ukraine to help out with some of those efforts. Um, so we actually have an update. Um, he's back in Ukraine. He came back to the States for a little bit, um, and decided to go back to Ukraine this month in October to continue volunteering and assisting the war effort. Mm -hmm. Um, essentially he's focusing on humanitarian aid right now. Um, he is taking donations directly to his PayPal. So that will be in the um, episode notes if you'd like to paypal him um, or if you go to our instagram uh, stories you'll see a link there where you can donate um, anyways we'll just tell you a little bit more about what he's doing so you know what your money is going to but i highly 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 recommend donating he's an amazing guy and um, it's definitely being used you know appropriately and effectively and it's making a difference so um, if you want your money to make a direct impact in Ukraine he is a great place to donate to Um, I'm gonna go through a little summary unless you have anything more to say on that Sophie no that's just what I was gonna say is um, the money's in good hands I trust Ted's judgment on where it is best to um, give that money he's not saying that there's other organizations that aren't good as well, but Ted is right there on scene in these cities and helping these people every day. So he has like a pretty good idea of where money needs to go and he can do it quickly with organizations, which again, can be really great options. I do think it can take a little bit longer to like siphon the money out. So definitely consider donating to Ted yeah it's a good cause for sure yeah and so he'll be taking donations through paypal um his email contact on paypal is bechtoldted at yahoo.com b-e-c-h-t-o-l-d-t-e-d at yahoo.com again that will be in our show notes and on instagram um So Ted is providing aid through food, shelter, and household supplies to those living in the most war-torn and dangerous neighborhoods um, in the Kharkiv region in eastern Ukraine. Um, He'll also be volunteering at a supply depot in Kiev uh, during the week. Many people in that region have lived under Russian-occupied occupation for the most of the war and have recently been liberated by Ukraine. Uh, winter is rapidly approaching and they're in great need of any help they can get. So again, that's what he's doing. He's there right now. You can actually follow him on Instagram. We'll tag him in our Instagram story and he posts updates on what he's doing, but really highly recommend donating to him if you have the funds. Um, And thank you for your support. And thank you, Todd, for everything you're doing. Um, You're making a huge difference. 
Yeah. And one other quick note is last time we opened up these donations for Ted, we mentioned that he had a Venmo. His Venmo is locked. So please donate to his PayPal this time if you donated to his Venmo previously. Yes. Yep. Please do PayPal only. Um, So yeah, that's the update. We'll be sure to give any updates uh, as they come through as well. Um, But yeah. And in addition to that, I also (laughs) donated to Wikipedia today. Um, I had an email come through that was like, a year ago today, you donated $10. Do you want to do it again? And I was like, yeah, I do. Like, you bet I do. (laughs) Um, I just think during weird and scary times, it's important to fund good things in the world. And I think Wikipedia is a good thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's essentially like free and unbiased news in most cases where it's like accurately written. Yes. And I know we've talked about this before. Wikipedia is, in my opinion, a rather reliable source. You can't really put whatever you want up there on frequented pages without it getting taken down or being verified. Yeah, that's the um, frequented pages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I know I kind of randomly will like donate to Wikipedia like every now and then when I'm on there and they have like that pop-up. I haven't done it in a minute, so I should do that too. But um, yeah, to echo Jenna's point, donate to things that are good yes. during times that are bad. Yeah. Exactly. Um, also, I just don't think a lot of people know this, and this is like going super deep into the rabbit hole, but there's like um, .org checkers or donation checkers, essentially. So like you can check like what types of nonprofits or organizations, like how they're rated as far as like where their money goes and how transparent they are. So you can actually just check, like, I'll just Google like, um, I think it's called like Charity Navigator. Yeah. CharityNavigator.org. You can search any nonprofit or place that you're donating to and you can see how it's rated. So for example, there's some causes that might seem great, but you search them in Charity Navigator and they have like a D on their rating hmm. scale because like only a certain percentage of the money actually goes to what you're donating for or like they're not transparent with where their money goes, stuff like that. So I actually use that before I make any donation and I recommend y'all do as well. Good idea, Jenna. That's a really good idea. Thank you. Anyways, enough about donations. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Oh, this past weekend, Um, I was at my cabin because my close friend Becca, who I talked about earlier, um, it's her last weekend in the States before her, her husband and her little talk Kip go back to Australia. So I just spent the weekend soaking in the last amount of time with them. It was so fun and just like made everything I don't I just it just felt very wholesome. Like that's one of my childhood best friends and like um it's just like fun seeing people thrive that you like grew up with oh yeah she seems so happy her little one is the cutest I haven't seen him in person but the The photos are adorable (laughs) um looks like they had a really great time here in the states looks like they got to do and see a lot of people and things yeah for sure so I think they got Becca was gone for three years because of COVID and all that so they planned a long trip. So I think they got their fix and more. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was so awesome. And I know it was just like, I mean, so cool that Kip could like go see, like, I mean, he's he's really little, but experience like where Becca grew up. And then he mm-hmm. can look back on that trip and pictures or whatever and like know that that's where his mom grew up and he got to visit it. And meet like cousins, aunt and uncles. Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah, so it was super fun. Um, we, Sophie and I and a few friends are going on a trip this spring that we're starting to plan this week. Um, and actually, funnily enough, where we're going, the Cayman Islands. 
comes into my story today. (laughs) (gasps) What a segue. I know. Kind of crazy. Am I going to be too scared to go? No. Okay. But it it was just like a weird, like, oh, like, I feel like I never hear about the Cayman Islands. And then it was in our story. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys listening have ever been to the Cayman Islands or anything please message us recommendations. It's our first time and we are going with like a group of seven or nine people, seven to nine people. So we're going to get like a big Airbnb and rent it out. Um, But we've never been to the island before. So if you have must do's or must sees, let us know. Please. Please. Um, Okay. So shall I get into my story? Yeah, girl. I feel like I've been talking this whole time. Sorry if I overpowered you. No, I had like, you know, some, well, you know, this, you have a lot of work meetings. Some days you just have like, you're meeting heavy and you're talking a lot. So it was really great for you to step in, step up. I do know that. (laughs) (laughs) I know that feeling. All right. So my story is the downfall of army hammer. Oh my gosh. Do you know, like, have you looked into this? Not a ton because um, I, I truly am like waiting. There's actually, I think something coming on like Hulu, Hulu or something about it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to just wait till yeah. it's presented to me in like a really great binge worthy way. Right. In a digestible way. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. So I also didn't know much about it. And then like, I would hear news segments about it or like my pop culture podcast would talk about it and I would it was like hard to follow I'm like what I don't understand what's happening and like kind of like that that popular sound right now it's like I don't know what's going on and I don't want to know exactly I think the thing about Army Hammer is like the allegations I've heard about him I'm like this is what confuses me I'm like how is this not a bigger deal like what's going on this is crazy right And then he's just like going on living his life, kind of. Yeah. Yes. So I will get into that. Oh, yay. My main sources are Vox.com and Vulture.com. There's a few other websites that did deep dives on him. These were the two that were like the most consumable. Um, But yeah, it's there's a lot going on. So I'm going to get into it. But just some background. Um, Army Hammer is a famous actor. Um, and he has been for a bit now. Um, he's really good looking. I think he's 30 something and he's like sandy blonde, like just good looking guy. Mm -hmm. Just seems like kind of like your all American guy. I think I get him and Joe Alwyn confused all the time. I can't tell them apart. (laughs) Strange. They both are like tall blonde actors. He, Army Hammer is like not that blonde. In some pictures, he is. Okay. Okay. Anyways, so Army Hammer has been acting for more than a decade and is best known for playing the rich asshole in Gossip Girl, Millionaire Twins in The Social Network, and the tender tan American man in the Oscar nominated Call Me by Your Name. Wait, I didn't know that he was in Gossip Girl. Yeah, he is um but call me by your name is probably his like most popular and best known work and okay most recently popular as well okay it was with timothy chalamet in that movie i haven't seen it okay so everything's going really well for him but then on july 10th of 2020 him and his wife of 10 years elizabeth chambers announced their divorce via matching instagram statements They say 13 years as best friends, soulmates, partners, and then parents. It has been an incredible journey, but together we've decided to turn the page and move forward from our marriage. Sorry, move on from our marriage. So it seems like, you know, it was a pretty um, consensual breakup or, you know, on the same page. Yeah. Uh, After that, Army Hammer was first accused of his, of sexual misconduct, dot, dot, dot. And possibly cannibalism. <laughs> Literally. Two cannibals back to back. Oh my gosh. Stories. Oh, side note. When I was editing our last podcast, uh, I made like pizza that night. Just like a quick little pizza. I couldn't eat it. Mm-hmm. 
I was so grossed out by the pizza because I was editing your part of the podcast and you were talking mm-hmm. about like, limbs and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm no. not hungry. Yeah. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So before we get into these acquisition, acquisition, no, acquisitions, before we, before we got, get into you got business on your mind, acquisitions, <laughs> before we move into the accusations let's first look at his past so armand army hammer comes from a background of immense privilege and also dysfunction he's the heir to the occidental petroleum fortune so his family is um petroleum or or gasoline or all that Mm -hmm. it's he's um it's very 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 wealthy family like okay you know, not like your normal millionaires, like very wealthy. Like millions and millions yes. and millions of heirs. Okay. His great grandfather, also named Armand Hammer, invested in Arm and Hammer baking soda to make a joke about their name. That's the kind of money. That's just like an example. That's the kind of money <laughs> that we're dealing with. Like he. Okay. And, yeah. Got it. The first uh-huh. Armand Hammer. <laughs> It's like Shit's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> the first Arm and Hammer, so his uh, great grandfather, um, was the one that made the fortune and was closely connected to Soviet Russia. He also laundered money and made illegal contributions to Richard Nixon's reelection campaign um that most likely went directly to paying up or to most likely went directly to paying for covering up the Watergate scandal he was then pardoned by President George H.W. Bush for the illegal contributions so wow also like what a rebrand for George H.W. Bush wait is that the first or the second the latest George W. Bush I would assume that was senior Okay, so George W. Bush Jr., the most recent yeah. one. What a rebrand yeah. for him. Like, he's literally had, like, the worst reputation and, like, um, not, to, to, not to get too political, but it really had, like, a negative connotation around him. And now everybody loves him. And he's just, I like, know. this cute grandpa. I'm like, what I a know. rebrand. Hangs out with Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. She's, like, she's like, we have different political views, but we get along. <laughs> It's okay. like, um, he literally started a war. Okay, anyways. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, most relevant to our ish, ish, oh, I'm getting too excited. Most relevant to our interest here, the elder Armin's relationship with women and his children were reportedly very unpleasant. Okay. Um, Armin also was reported to have pushed his lover of 10 years to legally change her name wear wigs glasses makeup etc um he actually went as far as to uh tap her phone and submit and he submitted her to sexual demands that she found extremely humiliating so he just became extremely extremely controlling like manipulative wigs you know yeah phone all that stuff um so that's from you know he's growing up around people that are treating yeah this uh armand also assured her that he would take care of her after he died but instead he left her out of his will savage yeah so armand was supposed to pass over everything to his son julian who is army's grandfather but instead he left his entire business empire to michael's to michael army's father so Mm. he passed over julian and gave it to his son michael got it yes uh so julian is army's great-grandfather and julian actually killed a man over a gambling debt and pleaded self-defense the charges were dropped his daughter casey who is army's aunt actually accused him of sexually abusing her when she was a child and physically abusing other members of the family (sighs) so very dark very dark childhood Ew. okay so michael who is actually army's father julian's son 
um when i'm sorry do you know the reference of king julian (laughs) yes that's all i can think about sorry if you know you know (laughs) yes um so michael is army's father and now has control of the business um essentially frittered away pieces of his fortune with a series of uh, very shady business deals. And also he's known for his main interest being partying and fairly kinky sex. So that's just some background on like the men Mm -hmm. that were in Army's life and the men he grew up around. Um, But now let's get back to Army. Him and his wife had been quarantining in the Cayman Islands. Oh, let's go. So this is obviously during COVID. Uh, but after announcing their separation, Hammer reportedly moved back to Los Angeles, um, and his wife Elizabeth requested to be primary physical custody, or requested the fi- primary physical custody of their two children, and promised that she and the kids will return to the states soon. Um, and then there was a lot of weird back and forth where Army claimed that he hadn't seen his children in however many months, and his wife said that um, they'd be back soon, and and he hasn't seen them. So then he started requesting custody of the children. And there's mm-hmm. like some weird back and forth, but I'm not really sure whatever became of that. Yeah. Okay. So his, him and his wife were separated and he's back in LA. Um, and then in January 12, on January 12th of 2021, the allegations begin. So an anonymous woman whose username on Instagram was at house of Effie. E-F-F-I-E comes forward on Instagram and claims to have had a four-year-long relationship and affair with Army Hammer, during which she says he sent her graphic and violent texts about cannibalism, rape, fantasies, and the desire to drink her blood. She published a collection of texts and screenshots she reportedly received from Hammer and also messages that reportedly came from his other exes. So she started posting this on Instagram and essentially every she kind of went viral and a bunch of other women started messaging her similar experiences and so she started screenshotting their stories with permission and posting it to her page yeah everything I'm saying right now is alleged um about army he this is all alleged these women like it hasn't been corroborated okay um, but just I'm just going to take you down the chain of events here. Yeah. But if I don't put alleged in front of something he did, just consider this as an alleged blanket blanket statement. This is all alleged. (laughs) These are all allegations against army made by these women. And we're going over the allegations right now. Allegations, allegations, allegations. (laughs) Imagine our little podcast gets sued. (laughs) 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 Okay. Anyways, women, this is what Effie is saying now. Women approached me with their affair stories, and as we talked, we became overwhelmed with grief for days and nights without sleeping or eating, Um, and some actually ended up in the ER, she wrote on her Instagram story. So I'm not sure if they ended up in the ER because of their grief or after the affairs. That wasn't very clear. A day later... Army Hammer voluntarily exits the J, uh, the J Lo movie Shotgun Wedding and is replaced by Josh D- uh, Dimmel. He says, "I am not responding to these bullshit claims, but in light of the vicious and ferocious online attacks against me, I cannot, in good conscience, now leave my children for four months to shoot the film in the Dominican Republic." So he steps away. Okay. Then Courtney, uh, Vus, sorry, Courtney. Vuskovich. Okay. Then Courtney Vuskovich, an app founder who says she dated Army Hammer in 2020 from June to October, alleges to page six that the actor subjected her to emotional abuse, sexually coerced her, and made her feel unsafe. She says, he did some things to me I was not comfortable with. For God knows what reason, he convinced me that these things were okay, and he put me in some dangerous situations where I was not okay. He was heavily drinking and I wasn't drinking that way and it scared me. I didn't feel comfortable. 
She did not confirm the authenticity of House of Effie's post, the original Instagram poster, but her claims are similar. More screenshots start uh, circulating online, this time screenshots of Army Hammer's secondary Instagram account, including several photos and videos of women in bondage. Um, there's a few like now resurfaced videos before this scandal of him talking about BDSM and he's like very into it, I guess. So he yeah. was a little bit open about that in some of his interviews. Um, and I like saw screenshots of this Instagram account and it's weird. Like there's weird stuff posted on there. Oh, okay. It's like a secret Instagram account. Like it's not, people aren't supposed to know it's him. Yeah. That okay. type of thing. Okay. One caption, Hammer complains of having to stay in the Cayman Islands because my ex, for a very good reason, wife, is refusing to come back to America with my children. There are very few silver linings. Like, I'm going to be, there's a lot of explicit words here, so I'm just going to say them as they are, and this is an explicit podcast. Okay. There are a few silver linings, like fucking Miss Cayman again while I'm down there. Hammer confirms that the account is his own when he's forced to apologize to the real Miss Cayman and Miss Cayman Islands Universe Committee. <laughs> he says, I would like to clarify to that person in my video, which was stolen from my private Instagram, is not Miss Cayman because there was like a graphic video. Okay. Like he, that was the caption under the graphic video. Okay. I'm very sorry for any confusion my foolish attempt in humor may have caused. Uh, but he didn't comment on any of the cannibalism stuff. So he literally confirms that that private Instagram is his own, which was okay. like a very disturbing Instagram account. Yeah. Okay. Ew. I'm okay. looking at pictures. Yeah. Isn't it gross? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So then Paige Lorenz, who is a 24 year old ex girlfriend of Hammer's, who reportedly dated him for four months in 2020, corroborated the other ex's stories. Lorenz tells page six that Hammer allegedly branded and bruised her, sexually coerced her, and took photos of her without her consent. I have gotten a DM saying Army had sent me photos of me tied up that I didn't know about. I didn't even know the photos existed or what they looked like, Lorenz says. He would talk about it like it was traditional BDSM relationship, but it wasn't. It was way outside and beyond that. So like people that she didn't even know were sending her her own photos of her in bondage. Ew. That were not consensually taken. Yeah. One of Hammer's lawyers denies the denies one of Hammer's lawyers denies these allegations, saying that any interactions with this person were completely consensual. Throughout all of these allegations, Army is continuing to leave projects that he was committed to. And it doesn't say like whether like he was forced out or if he left voluntarily, but I'm sure it was a combination. <laughs> she was like, please leave. Yeah. In an Instagram post, Army's ex-wife, Elizabeth, writes that she supports all the victims of assaults and abuse and asks for kindness and respect as she focuses on her priorities including her children and career she also writes i didn't realize how much i didn't know no. so if you remember they released a joint statement and now she's saying yeah. she sides with all victims of yeah abuse. on february 3rd 2021 the los angeles police department began investigating army although it won't be revealed until later they said, we can confirm that Army Hammer is the main suspect in an alleged sexual assault investigation that was initiated on February 3rd this year. However, nothing came of that still. Okay. Okay. So after February or partly into February, Hammer leaves more projects and checks into rehab. He's like lost more than a handful of projects at this point. Okay. On February 7th, his talent agency drops him. And then on March 11th, Vanity Fair publishes a, a bizarre bombshell article on the Hammer family outlining um, his upbringing in the Cayman Islands and revealing multiple disturbing details about his relatives. So that uh, Vanity Fair article I did read, and I recommend reading it if you want a background on the Hammer family, because it is bizarre. So he grew up in the Cayman Islands? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't yeah, realize he, did. he was like he grew up there okay yep. 
Um, but the article is crazy. It goes into like all of the details on the backstory of the family, like I got into briefly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then there was a press conference with women's rights attorney Gloria Allred and a woman named Effie. It's possibly the same woman between uh, behind the House of Effie Instagram account, although this is not confirmed. Um, Effie comes forward and alleges that Hammer violently raped her over the course of four hours in April of 2017. And she says, I thought he was going to kill me. Hammer's lawyer again says their relationship was completely consensual. So it's not known if this Effie person is the same one as the house of Effie, but it's assumed that yes, because yeah. How many people are named Effie? Right. Okay. And then in May, at the very end of May, Hammer leaves the Cayman Islands and checks into a treatment facility in Florida for drug, alcohol, and sex issues. Um, Then after a relatively quiet year in July, um, there's several claims from like Twitter users and social media users that, uh, (laughs) that he's back working at the Cayman Islands, but he's now working as a concierge at the yes okay I remember hearing that like just your average Joe right and there's also a like flyer that circulates that he's selling timeshares in the Cayman Islands and it's like with his face on it although that is believed to be like a edited fake flyer okay um it's just very strange Super. The hotel in question tells sources that Hammer does not work there. However, multiple other sources argue otherwise. So it's never confirmed or completely denied that he was not working just like a resort job at the Cayman Islands. Um, But he also... Is he just like off the hook for everything? I'm confused. (laughs) Well, I'll get get into that. Okay. Um, Okay. So uh, he he doesn't have any get acting gigs anymore. Okay. And it's also speculated that his family cut him off. So if he was like he's a very wealthy family, mm-hmm. if he was working in the Cayman Islands, it'd kind of check out because yeah. he doesn't have any source of income. Right. But that's not that's speculation, of course. Okay. Okay, so then in September of this year, Discovery Plus released a three-part docuseries called House of Hammer that detailed Army's relationship and family dynasty. Um, in the interview, or the series interviews two of Hammer's former, girl, Hammer's former girlfriends, Courtney uh, Vuseketch and Julia Morrison. And also interviews other members of the Hammer household. House of Effie, or that first accuser, Effie, uh, Mm -hmm. refuses to participate in the docuseries because she found the production to be exploitative. She says, it's extremely inappropriate of you to exploit such a tragic, vulnerable time in many people's lives with no regard whatsoever of her healing process and privacy. Uh, Hammer's lawyers again deny all allegations of misconduct and maintains the actors' relationships were completely consensual and discussed and agreed upon in advance. So that docuseries is out on Discovery Plus. I have not watched it yet. Um, There was some controversy around it being like using misleading photos that like, um, what do you call it? uh kind of dramatic dramatized the in uh the cannibal part of this story okay so they went back and like re-edited some of the shooting to like make it oh. more accurate i guess okay um and there is something to be said about like yeah exploiting the story yep so um with effie not wanting to be in it that Uh, that's totally valid yeah Um, so okay essentially nothing else has happened yet like that documentary came out um (laughs) that investigation there's been it's either closed or no updates um these women are still speaking out about what happened to them 
but yeah, he's, I mean, he's not getting acting roles, but he's yeah. not, but that's not enough. He's still walking around living. Yeah. Um, so I just want to read some of these messages that were leaked and okay. again, that they're not confirmed that these came from him, but this is some of the things that were, he was alleged to have texted these women. Okay. I am 100% a cannibal. Fuck. That's scary to admit. I've never admitted that before. I've cut the heart out of a living animal before and eaten it while it's still warm. Okay. This is gross. Next one. I want to see your brain, your blood, your organs, every part of you. I would definitely bite it. 100%. Or try to fuck it. Not sure which. Probably both. I just got chills. Yeah. Okay. This next one's really, really bad. If I fucked you into a vegetative state, I'd keep you, feed you, watch you, and keep fucking you till you are sore and broken. I can't stop thinking of your actual brain. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Brand you, tattoo you, mark you, shave your head and keep your hair with me, cut a piece of your skin off and make you cook it for me. Whose slave master relationship is the strongest? We'd win. I'd tell you to. This is so disturbing. When I tell you to slit your wrists and use the blood for anal. Okay. I, wow. I haven't read those. Yeah. No, it's like really disturbing. It's not like, oh, he's just into BDSM. Like there's some really messed up things Mm -hmm. being said. Okay. Last one. Raping you on the floor with a knife against you. Everything else seemed boring. You crying and screaming. Me standing over you. I felt like a god. I've never felt such power or intensity. So those are all alleged texts that were sent. This is all alleged, but these women are voicing. This is what's happened to them. Um, His ex-wife stands with the victims and... I don't know what's going to happen next. So did his wife say she suffered from any sort of abuse from him? Do you think that relationship was like kind of um, a show to, so he could have his secret life? Well, she hasn't that I found outwardly said anything like that, but there is an interview of him talking about his wife. And how his sexual desires changed. He was really, he really spoke about sex a lot in his interviews before all of this came out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes too much. Like, I guess two, for two different interviews, he drank too much and like said too many things. And then afterwards he like tweeted or something like, oh, note to self, don't drink before an interview. Something okay. like that. So he really shared a lot of that stuff. But he mentioned that when he had a, when he got a wife his sexual desires changed because um you don't want to do the things that you would normally do sexually because she's your wife and you like hold her in higher regard Mm. so it was almost like he like his wife was like on this pedestal and he wouldn't like do these things Mm -hmm. to her not that I know for sure but that's what he made it seem like in the interview got it um so yeah interesting um disturbing yeah, it's so really much worse than up. I thought it was. Yeah, it's so it's so much worse if this is true and I'm one to believe victims. victims. Yeah. Thing. This is like alleged, but this is terrible. It's so much worse than you think. Then yeah. cuz like people make jokes out of like the cannibal part. They're like army hammer hammers a cannibal. Like but it's not funny. <laughs> and it's what he's saying is extremely concerning yeah that's really disturbing I'm glad you told me more about it or you talked about it because I think you're right I think people were just kind of like haha he has a kink and it's like no this is like wrong abusive manipulative yes it's it's beyond just like a sexual fantasy it's yeah yes exactly um Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, 
Thanks for sharing. I don't have Disney Plus, so I won't be watching <laughs> Discovery uh, Plus. Oh, Discovery Plus. I don't have that I don't either. Know. I don't. Yeah, I guess I'm not sure. Um, ish. Discovery Icky. Plus and HBO are merging. Oh, let me look. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Eh, I don't know. I don't want to Google it. But anyways, okay. yeah, if there's updates, which hopefully there will be. Um, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll keep you all updated. I really hope there is some sort of justice system involvement with these allegations against him. Right. But I guess we will see. Okay. My story is short and sweet. Perfect. And a little palate cleanser. Letter pa- That's what we palate need. Cleanser. Yeah. So my story is about how dogs are protecting cheetahs. And my source this week is goodnewsnetwork.org. Slay. Slay. So it's been more than 70 years since cheetahs roamed across the hot plains of India, but now they are back and the Indian government isn't taking any chances for their safety. Cheetahs were declared extinct in India in 1952, mainly due from overhunting. Mm. Um, so both like from animals and poaching. Um, so on September 17th of this year, five male cheetahs and three females were flown to India from a game reserve in Namibia, which is actually the first ever international translocation of this animal. Wait, cheetahs were extinct in India? Yeah. In the wild? Mm-hmm. That's actually crazy. I know. Cheetahs were declared extinct in India, and they're still um all over the continent of Africa but Namibia specifically the country Namibia has like a decent population of them so they were flown from Namibia Namibia to India um these five males and three females mm. oh here i have 7000 cheetahs currently exist across Africa but the other major subspecies the Isaiah cheetah is um hanging on Okay, so essentially there was a subspecies of cheetah called the um, Isaiah cheetah, which used to roam um, Arabia all the way to India and Pakistan. And that is the subspecies that was declared extinct in 1952. Mm. And I know that they flew these cheetahs from Namibia. I keep saying Namibium. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying. Namibia. And, but I don't know if they're like the same subspecies or they're just trying to get this species as a whole back in India. Okay. So the government has decided to enlist six German shepherds to patrol the grounds of, of the 80,000 acre Kuno National Park for signs of poachers in India. It was reported that the dogs are undergoing a seven-month training program in order to do their job successfully. Other dogs that have been enlisted and completing this training program in the past have a high rate of wildlife crime detection and have helped in the arrest of poachers and recoveries of wildlife species and their remains. So essentially with the help of these dogs, people are hopeful that this species will recover in India and create a growing diverse population that will protect the species from localized catastrophes such as disease, drought, and then poaching. Yeah. So I just thought that was so interesting that like these German shepherds just have this job to wander around this game reserve and essentially fight off or scare off any poachers. Right. So the dogs and the cheetahs get along then? Well, that's what I couldn't. It was a the article like didn't go into depth, but I have so many questions because I'm like, what's the relationship? Are the dogs actually in the game reserve? Right. You would think they would potentially be hunted by the cheetahs. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Unless like, I don't know. They're too big. Yeah. But that would cheetahs are just seem like elite creatures. Yes, they seem like superior. Um, so yeah, I'm not quite sure the dynamic between the 
um, German shepherds and the cheetahs, but obviously they feel like it's a dynamic that could work and protect them. So that would be really cool. I know that I think cheetahs are slash were at least at one point endangered. So it would be great to boost their population. Yeah. Well, they were extinct in that area. In, in Yeah. In India. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. I love the animal kingdom working together to solve problems. I know. And isn't it so I just like it is so cool to hear about other species that are wild in other countries and continents. Like, yeah. We don't have elephants hanging out here no. in the we, wild. We've got bison. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, which people would probably find cool elsewhere. Right. Yeah. No, I mean. I'm a big, um, I love learning about different mm-hmm. species and wildlife. It's very fascinating. Yeah, it is. It's just like crazy that there's a habitat for such, such big animals right. <laughs> somewhere <Yeah>. else. <laughs> yes, 100%. Well, I, I wish the cheetahs nothing but the best. Yeah, and the German shepherds. Yes, them too. <laughs> yeah, maybe there'll be an unlikely love story. Who knows? Stay tuned. <laughs> dead (laughs) all right well good luck to the cheetahs and german shepherds if you would like to donate to ted's efforts in ukraine please do so by donating to him through paypal using the email in our bio and uh our show notes and instagram um yeah that's it for this week subscribe rate review you know the deal have a great rest of your week we love you and stay happy As happy as you can be. Bye. Bye.